Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Funny Podcast, where laughter is a main course and humor is always on the menu. So let's get started, and here's your daily dose of funny. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Just free-range morons just out for the day. Right? Cool. I see a lot of stuff when I travel. I see a lot of stuff... I meet a lot of people, like you're all new people to me, which is cool, I like to meet new people. I try to be nice, it's hard. It's hard to be nice. It is, you ever waste niceness? Right, you ever waste it? Like I was at a mall and this guy was, uh, I opened a door for a guy, like we're both walking out and I saw him like right behind me, so I opened the door and he walked through and he stopped right outside the other side of the door and started checking his phone. So I was like trapped behind him. That's a waste of this. I only have so many of these left. Like, you can't be nice to everybody because there's too many people out there. Have you, I, I, there's something happening, right, where there's just more dumb people, right? Like, you guys have to have noticed. Like, it's not just me, right? There's something, yeah, and I don't mean people that anything clinically wrong with them. I mean people that just do stuff like that, that just slow the day down for everyone else, right? Just dum-dums, right? <laughs> just free-range morons just out for the day, right? Just cage-free idiots, just like, yay! Yeah. Like, let me walk slow in a mall. The five of us are gonna walk side by side. Just try getting around, right? It's true, like, I was driving. I'm on the highway. It's 65 on the highway. There is a car in the right lane going 45, going 20 miles under. I lost it. Like, this is one of those things where I have this fantasy, right? Where I just imagine I have a snow plow on the front of my car. And I can just edge him off. Like, just like, no, you don't get to, no, this is, you don't get to drive here. <laughs> right? But, and like, and I go to pass the car, I want to give a look. Like, I like to look these people in the eye, right? I look over, it's a woman. She's not even looking out the windshield. She is looking out the driver's side window, like this. <laughs> just a whole world of responsibility from the windshield. And she's just like, I'm out. I'm having a day here. Right? I think what we should have, what we should have 
is we have a city, which is dumb, dumb city, where we just send all these people. Right. We just, I could name a hundred cities right now. Just a city, we just fence it off, put all the dumb people in it, let them live their lives. Right, they just have happy lives in a slow city. It's fine. Right, like we have a division of the police. You can call, like I can call the police and be like, hey, there's an idiot. And the police come and they throw a sheet over her car. Right? And she falls asleep like a parrot because she would. Right? You know what I'm talking about? Like she gets slightly darker. She's like, oh, it's sleepy time. and just passes out. Right? That's what would happen. Right? And the cops just gently take her car and they, put, they just put it in, in Dum Dum City, right? They don't hurt her, they take the sheet off and she just wakes up and keeps driving. It's like a whole different trade. She's like, oh, there's trees now and just lives her life. She just goes into any house. <laughs> She's like, this is my house, right? Like I was at Starbucks, I'm in line at Starbucks. It's a long line and they're like 15 minutes. There's a guy in front of me, he's in line for like 15 minutes. And he gets up to the counter and he goes, what did I want? I could have, on my hands, I was like, are you gonna strangle him? Like I couldn't control them. I was like, no, hands, no. Like this, like I couldn't do anything about it. But see, I should be able to call the police and be like, hey, there's an idiot at Starbucks and the police come, they throw a sheet over him and he falls asleep. And they just take him to Dum Dum City, they take the sheet off at a Star and he's at a Starbucks there and he's like, what did I want? And the guy behind the counter is like, I don't even work here. I fell asleep in a Burger King. I don't know what happened. Right? And then he just starts pressing buttons. He just does his order. Like, that's it. Right? That's what we need. I am super excited to be here. I had a great day. Thank you all for coming out. I'm in a good mood. Thank you. Yeah, it's a good day. I've had a good day. I did nothing today. Like, I didn't put pants on until 6 p.m. That's how you know it's a good day. When all day you're like, no pants. <laughs> yeah, I had a good day yesterday. I had a nice day. I like to relax before a big show the day before. Just went to Panera for lunch. Do you guys have Panera here? No. no. <gasps> what? Where do you get all your delicious sandwiches? No. You don't? <laughs> you're like, we don't have sandwiches here. <laughs> get out of Utah for your bread and meats. <laughs> I'm sure you guys have some good places. I go to Panera when I'm on the road because it's, it's consistent. I know what I'm getting. You know, I go, I'm by myself walking around all the time. Well, driving, let's be honest. I'm not just strolling down streets like, sandwiches! Sandwiches! Get out of Utah! Sorry! Sandwiches! I'm worried. I'm worried about sandwiches. I always get the same thing no matter where I go, right? I get the same thing. I get a grilled cheese and a tomato soup. Right? Yeah. Because I'm a giant child. It's a classic. It's amazing, right? I went to Panera once and I get my grilled cheese and my tomato soup and I sit down and I take a bite of the sandwich and I was like, hey, I think the soup wants to be in here too. I think these two are friends. Right? Yeah. So I take a bite of the sandwich and I lean forward to take a bite of soup and the bite of sandwich falls out of my mouth and goes into the soup. And I, and I look up and the woman at the booth across from me is staring me right in the eyes. Yeah. So I just ate every single bite like that. Yeah. I'm like, you want a show, I'll put on a show. I got a night job, I could do this all day. I was in line.
line once uh, going up for lunch, and I was the next one at the register, and there were two firefighters behind me. So when I got to the register, I told the guy, I went, I want to pay for their lunch. And I said it like really cocky, like I was the hero, <laughs> right? Like I said it, then I waited for him to throw me a parade. <laughs> I was like, gotta watch out, the confetti's coming. <laughs> Right? Yeah, and then six more firefighters walked in, and I was like, never mind. <laughs> Not a hero. I mean, Travis, I went to CVS, I went to the pharmacy by my house to get some provisions for my trip. And uh, I was in line. I was up there, the guy at the register was checking me out. He was checking my stuff out. And uh, <laughs> I know where I stand. And <laughs> I get it. And he's checking, he's checking me out, and uh, these two guys walk in, and they go and they walk to the beer case, and they each take two cases of beer, and they walk out. They make no attempt to pay for them nothing, and none of the employees do anything about it, and all of us chumps in line, we're like freaking out, right? We're like, you guys are being robbed, right? And the guy at the register leans forward to me, and he goes, uh, if you take less than $50 worth of stuff, we're not allowed to stop you. And I went, how much is my stuff? <laughs> Just making sure. Yeah, and he goes, 34.97? And I put my hand on it. And he just went, please don't. <laughs> like, I feel like I broke him. But just so you know, if you need anything from CVS, just go in and take it and walk out. If you go once, once a day, you will never have to buy toilet shoes again. Just Monday, shampoo, Tuesday, conditioner. You're like, hey, Bob, they're like, see you tomorrow. Like, that's it, right? You got like toothpaste Wednesdays, Wednesdays working for you, right? I, uh, that's what I did. I'm glad to be on the road. I'm, um, I'm having some problems at home. I don't mean problems. I have right now a situation I'm dealing with. There is a raccoon living in my chimney. I'm totally serious. We can't get him to leave. You know how I discovered it? This is the worst way to discover it. Uh, I heard a noise in my chimney, and so I stuck my dumb head in there, and he's, he took one of his tiny demon hands and grabbed my nose. They have human hands. I thought it was a tiny demon, like you're coming with me. Like I thought, it's a chimney. I was like, oh no, like it was a bad situation, right? He screamed in my face, it was awful. And so I, I, like, I know what you're thinking. Right now you're just thinking, why don't you just light a fire, right? I can't. Every time I stick a match in there, he goes, that's it. Can't. It's horrible. So I call animal control. I'm like, hey, I have a raccoon. You guys need to come and get it. And the lady goes, we can't come get a raccoon unless they're injured. Oh, yeah. yeah. And I was like, well, how do you injure a raccoon? <laughs> Like, just do you have a manual? Like, how do I... Is it emotional? Just do that? Like, just emotional? Is that I know. Right? That I got. 
Right. And she goes, you, if you injure that, I have to call the police. That is animal cruelty. And I'm like, you told me to do it. I didn't want to do it. You told me to. You told me to. Right. And so she goes, well, what you can do, she goes, this guy's already dying. It's already so good. It's already so good. She goes, what you can do, she goes, if you, they don't like loud music, like music without a bass. She goes, so if you blast music, it'll make them leave. So I'm like, okay, fine. So I just, all day, I'm just blasting like EDM and rap, just loud, obnoxious music. My neighbors are looking at the windows open like, you know what's going on, there's a raccoon. I'm like the world's weirdest neighbor. And he doesn't leave, he doesn't leave. And so I call back, call back, tell animal control, I'm like, I need to get rid of this raccoon. And she goes, okay. She goes, what well, you can try, she goes, if you attract another raccoon, <laughs> she goes, they'll fight and it'll be disputed territory and they'll both leave. So I'm like, all right. I think bringing another raccoon in this situation is the perfect idea. <laughs> like, it can't get any worse. <laughs> so I do it. I attract a raccoon. I'm like, I'm like, hmm, what do they like to eat? And then I was like, what do I like to eat? I'm like, I think we eat the same things. I have a suspicion. <laughs> so I just leave a trail of like Cheetos and Papa John's just up to my chimney. Right? And it happens one night, it happens. It's like late at night, I hear there's a rustling, there's, there's raccoon screams, it's crazy, right? And so I go the next day like I did it, and I look, and now there is a bigger raccoon living in my chimney. I have a raccoon gauntlet where just the stronger one's like, I'm staying, like that's what's happening. In two weeks, I'm gonna have a human-sized raccoon in my kitchen, like who's next? Let's do this. Just gonna have to move. I like where I live. I don't like, I have a bad neighbor. I have one of my neighbors I don't like. I don't like him. Uh, he's very rude. And it's very hard because he's, he's very attractive. <laughs> you ever hate someone attractive? That's hard, that's hard to deal with. I'm just like, uh, like I have that. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like he's really good looking. He's like a beefcake. He will like work out in the driveway with no shirt and I'm just like, you are just the worst. <laughs> like I just can't. <laughs> He's the worst. His name's Kevin, too. All Kevins are the worst. Right? You've never met a nice Kevin. You've never met a guy named Kevin Ben. Like, he's a great guy. That's never happened. Right? Yeah. I don't see anybody raising their hand like, I know a good Kevin, not one of you. No, oh, one. Okay. Is that Kevin next to you? Oh, I'm sorry. You seem like a nice guy. I don't like him. Here's my thing. I've only known three Kevins my entire life, right? One of them is in jail, one of them wronged Britney Spears, and one of them is my neighbor. It's a very specific reference. <laughs> Don't like my neighbor. He does mean things. And he's an Uber driver, right? So every time I'm home, like once or twice a week, at three in the morning, I'll set my alarm, and I'll call an Uber. And then I look out my window, and I watch as his bedroom light turns on, and then his bathroom light turns on, and then his front room light turns on, and then when he leaves the door, I cancel it. I'm like, yeah, that's right. Yeah. I'm like, I saw you put your trash in my trash can, Kevin. Now you're awake too. Best. Yeah. It's nice to be out and about. I've been traveling a lot. I traveled for this, for comedy, and, uh, 
I was in, I've had, I had one of those days, like just like a long crazy day. I was traveling, I flew from California to New, upstate New York, three flights all day. I was like shiny at the end of the day. You need to get that end of the day shininess where they're like, you need to get out of this airport because planes are gonna land on your face. I'm like right here, right? I check into my hotel, middle of nowhere, late at night. The lady gives me the key, I go up to my room, put the key in the door, I open the door, and there is a man, there is a human man <laughs> asleep on my hotel bed. And I was like, hmm, that is odd. I got the breakfast package, I'm not quite sure if that's, that counts. I don't know what package this is. Right? So I slowly close the door, I go back downstairs, and I tell the woman at the counter, I went, uh, excuse me, I went, there is a man in my room. And she went, what kind of man? <laughs> Irrelevant. I wasn't like, he seems like a family man. I'm gonna see if this is gonna work out. Be right back. Like, I don't think it's gonna work out between us. I don't know. I've been doing a lot of traveling. I've been doing a lot of international traveling. I've been going out of the country a bunch, which has been a great experience, but not for the people who meet me. I'm, a, I'm American. And you guys, I don't know if you could tell by my BMI that I am from America. I was born and raised here. I'm not bragging. I am the stereotype of what other countries hate about Americans. Right? Like, if you see a poster for a bad American, it's just me. Like, that's it. Right? Like, I'm overweight. I'm loud. I'm cocky for no reason. Yeah, like every country I go to, I'm like, we're here. Boots on the ground. <laughs> right? Yeah. That's how I, I can't, I, I don't want to be like that. It doesn't matter where I'm going, I just land and I'm like, where's your Mexican food? <laughs> They're like, you're in Europe. I'm like, you put cheese in something. <laughs> I need a quesadilla and you got one. That's what I do. I go America on people quick, right? Do that too. Like, I went to Canada, which we can all agree is not another country, right? It's not. <laughs> It's not. It's like the same kind of, right? I think of Canada how I think of like my grandma's attic, right? right? Like it's higher up. It's a little chilly. I feel like I have to be quieter. I'm like, I don't think they like brassy broads here. I went to Canada once. I go right across the border to Sault Ste. Marie. It's this tiny town right across the border. And uh, I went to a gas station. I went to use a $5 bill right, for, at the gas station. And the guy wouldn't take it. Right? And I'm like, I don't know international law. I'm like, I can see my border. You have to take my money. I believe that's the law. And I said, it only works one way. We can't use yours. That's crazy. <laughs> he wouldn't take it. I start freaking I go America real quick. I'm waving this $5 bill around. I'm like, do you know who this is? I was like, this is Abraham Lincoln. Right? He was a great man. He was our 11th president. And he goes, uh, he was your 16th. <laughs> oh. I went to American public school. <laughs> we don't learn about that there. <laughs> Apologize to your king for me. <laughs> Tip my top hat. They wear those there, right? I don't know. <laughs> I've been to a lot of cool places. I went to Guantanamo, Guantanamo Bay. It's a naval base on the opposite side of Cuba on an island. I don't know why I did that. Like, I don't know if that's the shape. It's an island, you guys know that's the sign language sign for island. 
You just have to believe me. <laughs> just said it, that makes it true. I went to Guantanamo, which was cool. I did a show for the Navy there, and it was, it was cool. We went there, it's a tropical island. They have all kinds of crazy wildlife there. Like they have iguanas that get like six feet long. And they have these things there, they look like giant guinea pigs, they're like this big, and they run around the island. And I was asking the guy we were with, I said, what do you call those? Like, what are they? And he goes, we call them banana rats. Yeah, and I said, do you call them banana rats because they eat bananas? And he goes, no, we call them banana rats because their poop is the size and shape of a banana. <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh my gosh, <laughs> I am a banana rat. <laughs> That guy, yeah. He's first one. It's all right. <laughs> I never knew. <laughs> all right. Test in the waters. <laughs> Medium. We flew to Guantanamo from uh, the naval base in Jacksonville, and we flew on a, a C-12, which is a naval plane that seats seven people, including the pilots. Yeah, I was sitting right behind the pilot, like, how's the flying going? Can you feel my breath on your neck? Can I fly the plane? Back up? Okay, okay, I'll back up, I'll back up. I don't need to sit this close, I realize that now. Right. And we flew there from Jacksonville, and that's like a normal airport, it's a big naval airport, and we had to check in as though we were at a regular airport. And there was four of us going, and the lady at the desk asked every single one of us very loudly in front of a bunch of people how much we weighed. And I was last, and she gets to me, she's like, how much do you weigh? I was like, I don't know, the most. <laughs> I was like, put me down for two people, please. I would like two human tickets. And she goes, well, we need to know because we need to know how much fuel to put in the plane. And I was like, all of it. Just fill her up. How about that? How about we don't chance it? How about you do that? Like, like I will siphon the gas out of the other planes and carry on as my luggage. Like, are we at 10,000 feet yet? So I don't know how many of you you guys ever wear pants with holes in them? Like cool fashion holes in your pants? Or like cool pants, you get like rips and stuff? Yeah, cool pants, right, for cool people. I was like, I wanna wear those, right? But nobody told me this. If you wear pants with holes in them, when you put them on, you, you have to go toesies down, right? Like a gentle lady, you gotta go in like a ballerina. You gotta ducky toe, yeah, you gotta, you gotta go, you do a little of a ballet. It's a whole thing, it's a whole thing, trust me. No one told me this. I was in a dressing room, and I was like, I'm doing it, I'm getting these cool pants. And I stick my size 11 canoe into these pants, heel first. It's like, ah, and then my sausage toe just grabs onto the hole. I was like, ah, and just, brrr, I just hear it. And like, I'm still in the motion, I'm like, no! I can see it happening. Rip the whole pair of pants completely. I'm just in half a capri like oh. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. 
LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for the reward-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. No. <laughs> There's just a swatch of denim around my ankle. It's like, oh, man. And I can't face up to what I've done. I can't, obviously. <laughs> And so I just fold them up and I just left, right? Like the woman at the counter was like, are you okay? I'm like, thanks, bye, and I run. But you know she went into that dressing room and was like, are you serious? Right, and she should be able to call the police and be like, hey, there's an idiot. Could probably catch her in Hot Topic, right? And the police come and throw a sheet over me, take a little nap, and I just wake up in a dressing room in Dumb Dumb City with half a jort on. And I'm like, this feels right here. For some reason. This feels pretty good here. I'm trying to learn new things. I would like to be smarter. Wish I was a smarter person. Smart people do one thing I won't do. I won't watch people, I know a lot of smart people that watch foreign films. I won't do it, not doing it. No, it's not because there's foreigners in it, it's because there's subtitles. That's crazy. You want me to read and then look and then read and then look? Are you serious? I only have two eyes, okay? Watching TV is like reading for your eyes. They're already busy. Won't do it. I went to my friend's house, we watched movies together, and she puts a movie on, then she stops it, went, oh, so sorry, it's a foreign film, is that okay? No, no, it's not okay. If you called me an hour ago and asked me if I wanted to read a book while you yelled at me in Korean, I would have said no. <laughs> Not what I want to do. No. <laughs> I'm like, this is a good chapter. Why are you swinging that sword around? <laughs> Distracted. I might take a survey, because this is another thing that kills me. That like, it's something, okay, so how many people here are good with cars? Like, know stuff about cars. Oh, more than I expect, a lot. A lot of you guys, that's awesome. That's, there's like 10 people, that's great. That's a high, that's a high number, usually it's zero. You guys, good for both of you. You're like, you too, buddy? Mm-hmm. Friends for life. Just realized that, that's awesome. Do you guys, do you guys know each other already? Oh, okay, well then never, I take it back. Good for you guys. That's cool, that's, that's rare now. Like, nobody knows anything about cars, and that like, I, we should all know more. We should be more self-sufficient, right? Like, you have to trust your mechanic. We don't know anything about cars. Like, I took my car in, and my mechanic tells me, he goes, your brakes are at 70%. Now, I don't know what that means, but I do understand fractions. And I'm like, does that mean seven out of 10 times my brakes are gonna work? And three out of 10 times I'm gonna plow into an intersection? I'm like, sorry guys, I don't understand cars! Just go 
go through. <laughs> like I was driving once, I'm on the highway, and smoke starts coming out of my car. It's crazy, all this smoke starts coming out of my hood. So I pull over really quick and I turn the car off and I pop the hood and I go and I look. What was I looking for? I was like, yep, that's it, that's my engine. Or it's not. I don't know anything about cars. You could have put a cardboard box, I would have been like, yep, that's it. That's my cardboard aider. That's it. <laughs> I'm trying to learn things. <laughs> I'm low class too. I am, I'll just admit it, low class. I know I look fancy. <laughs> Don't be fooled by the $13 shirt I bought this morning. <laughs> like this looks fancy. <laughs> looks like a $14 shirt. <laughs> mm. right. You know what, so like everybody kind of falls into a class system, right? We all kind of belong somewhere. And I'll tell you how you know what class you belong in. And that's the food you like. That's it, that's how you can tell, is what kind of food you like to eat. Like I'll tell you guys, I was watching this cooking show, and it's all these hoity-toity rich chefs, or all the chefs are like millionaires, and the show is them talking about their favorite food, right, that's what it is. And it's all, it's, and it's not even cooking, it's how far we got with cooking shows, they don't even cook. They're just like, I'm gonna talk about it for half an hour. And it's these millionaires talking about their favorite meal, and all of them are the same, every single one. They're like, oh, I was in the south of France. It was this little cafe off the side, this cobblestone street, and it was in a moose bouche with fig and goat cheese and blah, blah, blah. Right? And they're like, mwah, perfecto. Bon appetit. Yeah. You wanna know what my favorite meal was? One time, I made Kraft mac and cheese with two cheese packets. Yeah. Mwah. <laughs> yeah. uh, bon appetit. <laughs> yeah. You wanna know what my worst meal was? The next day I made Kraft mac and cheese with no cheese packets. And I learned a valuable lesson about portions. I'm like, oh, they give you one for a reason. Oh, that makes sense now. <laughs> makes sense. Yeah. At one time, this is, this is just, okay. One time I accidentally, accidentally ate a challenge food. Like I accidentally ate one of those things that are on TV where there's like a fat guy eating it and people are cheering him on. <laughs> and then you get your picture on the wall. I was in this small town, I was in La Crosse, Wisconsin, this small town, and I go to this diner for breakfast and I see this thing on the menu. And first of all, there were a ton of clues that I missed out on. Or I, I look at the mic stack, I'm like, that looks delicious. There's nine ingredients. That's a normal amount of breakfast. I'm like, mm, that sounds good. I order it, the waitress twice asked me if I'm sure. And I'm like, yeah, I'm sure. Bring me the mic stack. And then she asks me if there are more people coming. That's a big clue. I was like, I get it, I'm lonely. Thank you for rubbing it in, right? She brings me, the, and I realize before she brings it, there's kind of a hush has fallen over the diner. And I'm like, well, that's not good. And my eyes wander up and I see on the wall, there's Polaroids under something called the Mike's Challenge. And I'm like, I hope that's not related to the Mike's stack. Cause that would be weird. She brings me the biggest plate of food I have ever seen in my life. 
And she puts it in front of me, and now people are like watching. Like the guy in the booth next to me is like leaning over. Everybody at the bars turned around. And I'm like, well, what are you gonna do? It's like, I am hungry. It does look good. There are nine ingredients. And I dig in, right, and I start eating it. I'm eating it, I'm going at a good clip, right, making some good time. But halfway in, it hits me. I'm gonna finish. <laughs> halfway in, I'm like, this ain't even touching my hunger. This is not, Mike's chat, this is Tuesday to me. This ain't nothing, like I'm just eating. And then I look up and I see the pictures on the wall and I'm like, should I just try to retain just one ounce of dignity? <laughs> and I'm like, I can't, I can't just have my picture just like, <clears throat> like I can't do it. Someone in 10 years is gonna see it and I'm just like, I can't do it. I, I just have to retain some dignity. So I start to, I start to really, I'm like, oh, <laughs> oh, this is so much food. <laughs> I start playing it up. People are like, you can do it. I'm like, I wish I could. <laughs> oh, I'm so full, <laughs> right? I did the only thing to maintain my dignity. I got a to-go box. Let me tell you something, I am not a quitter. I finished it in the parking lot in my car. Right? I don't quit, I don't quit. I'm like, take that, Mike. Yeah. When I was finished, one busboy came out and he nodded at me and I was like, you know. I am a winner. Sometimes though, you can be a winner and a loser at the same time. It This is cool. It's good. I'm having a good day. I talked to my family today, which is nice. I love, I love my family. I have parents, they're wonderful. They are, they're, I love my parents very much. Although I think it's your parents' job, right, to psychologically damage you, right? It's their job, just enough to make themselves laugh, right? That's a parent's job, right? Like my parents, okay, we grew up in a bad neighborhood and we had wrought iron bars on the windows and my mom was putting me to bed one night when I was a kid and she goes, don't you worry those bars will keep out all the bad people. Well, except the skinny man, good night. <laughs> Who's the skinny man? I've been terrified of thin people ever since. They're so lying, they get eaten out of areas other people can't. Like, oh, where did you come from? Under the baseboard like a rat. <laughs> a weird childhood, I think. You ever look back on your childhood and think things were like weird? Like not weird, but I'll tell you guys this, uh, for 15 years, for 15 years of my life, I believed that I was allergic to apples. Totally serious, because one time when we were kids, my sister dared me to eat six Granny Smith apples as fast as I could. Now I don't know if you guys know this, apples are really high in fiber. I'm not allergic to apples. You're just not supposed to shove six apples in your fat kid face in two minutes while you poop your pants. You'll sully your bloomers. You'll soil your Oshkosh bagashes. That's my message here tonight, you guys. An apple a day, but just one. That's all you need. I grew up in Arizona. I'm from Tucson, Arizona, which is, yeah, awesome. And it's, are you from there? We lived there for 14 years. Oh, cool, awesome.
awesome. Me too. I lived there for a while. That's sweet. Maybe we ran into each other. Nah, eh, probably not. Where'd you live? Oh, okay. Yeah, no, because that's where the rich people live. I thought for a minute, I was like, no, I don't think we probably met. My dad, so you know, it's hot there. It's like crazy. It's like over 100 degrees, 300 days a year. It's crazy. My dad is, thinks of himself as a handyman, which is not true. My dad's like a lot of dads where he's a handyman. Like he has to, he fixes stuff until he has to call people to come fix it. You know, he fixes it enough that it needs to be fixed professionally. And he built us one year, one summer, a playhouse out of corrugated aluminum siding. Yep. Yeah. And left it outside on a slab of concrete with no shade above it and demanded we play in it. And I was sitting there in my sweat lodge just seeing stuff. Right, just heat stroke. And he's watching from the air-conditioned house eating ice cream like, oh, she hasn't moved in hours. She loves it. Oh, that's how you can tell. She loves it. I have a grandma. She's still with us. She's amazing. She's like the greatest woman who ever lived. I love my grandma. She's very old, obviously. She's, <laughs> she's an adult, older lady. She lived through the Depression, which have you ever noticed? I think that's why like, all of her furniture is uncomfortable. You know what I'm talking about? Like, she's just, like, glad to be alive. I'm like, Grandma, your couch is uncomfortable. And she's like, did you die of dust pneumonia? No, well, then sit down. I'm like, all right. You can tell that's how it was for her, because her favorite candy is black licorice. That is not a young man's candy. You don't see a 20-year-old eating black jelly beans. Like, it doesn't happen. She's like, oh, this is so good. I'm like, Grandma, we have high fructose corn syrup now. You don't have to eat tar for fun. And she's like, mm, this reminds me of the railroad. Mm. Gross. <laughs> she's a baby snatcher. She loves babies. If she sees a baby, she will grab it and kiss it. She loves babies. Right? It's the cutest thing ever. And here's the thing. If you know someone, even know, so you know someone with a baby and you see them from across the room, they will do everything in their power to hand you that baby. Right? Every new parent is just like someone I know and they just start pushing the baby out. Like, it's yours now. And you can't dissuade them. I've tried, right? I've seen people with babies that I know, and they just start to hand, and I'm like, oh, oh, I don't like babies. And they're like, he doesn't like you. You're even. I'm like, oh, the last one I held, I dropped. He's strong. He'll survive. I'm going to kidnap him. I wish you would. Shouldn't say that. I, had a, I have a baby. I had a baby. Have him, still have him. He's still in my possession. <laughs> he lives in my house. <laughs> I did. Thank you. Yeah, I had a baby last year. Oh, you guys are nice. Had a baby last year, uh, which is crazy. It's super weird when you have a baby. Like I am. This is. Uh, I'm an overweight person, and I'm hiding it behind three shirts. I am overweight. This is what I looked like before I had the baby. This is what I looked like the entire time I was pregnant, and this is what I look like now. Right? No one believed. I would tell my. I'd be like seven months pregnant, telling my friends like, "Guess what?" And they're like, "You're full." I'm like, "Yep, <laughs> full of burritos." <laughs> And I'm married, and so don't worry, but he's going to go to heaven. And uh, step one accomplished. And my husband's been incredible. My husband's been just amazing. He's, he came to every single prenatal appointment because he thinks it's his. It's just been incredible. And, <laughs> yes. 
He's been, it looks, it looks exactly like, my, my son, I don't know why I keep saying it. <laughs> he looks exactly like my husband. <laughs> he came to, the first prenatal appointment we went to, um, I actually, my hands are really bloated, so I wasn't wearing my wedding ring, and he was wearing his, so I go, to, and you know, women notice that stuff. I go to sign in, and I see the woman behind the desk look at my finger and look at his, and I lean forward and I went, his wife doesn't know he's here. <laughs> oh, yeah. I stuck with it my whole pregnancy. The last appointment I came in, still got him. The clothing. Right. Well, yeah. <laughs> I have a baby now, which is crazy. I'll tell you guys, if you don't have kids, um, a little piece of advice that no one told me, and I wish someone had told me, is that when you have a baby when they're born, it's very tiring for them, right? Like being born is exhausting. And they sleep for like two days, which is how long you're in the hospital. And I don't think that's a coincidence, right? Because all the nurses, everybody comes in and they're like, oh, what a quiet, perfect little baby. Oh, what a little angel. He's never gonna cry for you. Yeah. And then you take them home and they wake up and they scream forever. I brought my son home. It was like you flipped a switch. We walked in the door, he opened his eyes and he was like, wah, wah, tricked you idiot, wah, wah. This is who I really am, wah. And he fools you, he closes his eyes and you're like, oh, finally I can sleep, finally I can do the dishes. And then he opens one up and he's like, not so fast. I wasn't done with you. He's cute, I'm lucky. He's objectively cute, like he's actually a cute baby. And I know he's cute because we took him to see the pediatrician and the pediatrician walked in and he opened the door and he went, whoa, that's a cute baby. Right, and he sees babies all day. And then I thought, maybe he does that to every baby. Like just 50 times a day, he's like, whoa, that's a cute baby. Whoa, that's a cute baby. But there's gotta be one that he just can't muster it. Where he's like, whoa, how are you guys today? There's gotta be one. <laughs> there has to be. But I'm married, I've been married for 11 years, which is too long. <laughs> I love my husband, thank you. He, I love him so much. Like he's, we're perfect for each other. Like he's just a wonderful person. He's very smart, but what he likes to do is he likes to listen to audiobooks and then tell people that he's a big reader. <laughs> no, you're not. You just like story time, yeah. He's like, tucked in your little tail, that's what you like. He's like, tell me the one about the dragons. <laughs> Okay, but then it's Betty by time. Right. He goes to sleep at night. He's got an app on his phone. It's a white noise app that he goes to sleep to. And there's a setting on it for crowded restaurant. Who has ever been lulled to sleep by the sound of a crowded, just plates clanging? Can I get a blooming? <laughs> Never happened. I love being married, but you discover things when you get married. You discover things you didn't know before. I didn't know this. There's an actual medical condition where people will sleep with their eyes completely open. It's true. People will sleep with their eyes completely open. You know how I discovered that? The worst way possible. The first morning waking up next to my new husband, I wake up and look over and he's just laying there. thought, I'm like, I gotta get rid of this body. Yeah. How awkward, and he wakes up and I'm shoving him in the duffel bag. 
Good morning. I thought you wanted to sleep in there. Forever. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. These are great. I get, uh, I get stressed out too easy. I'm one of those people. I get stressed by every, everything. Makes me, everything, the little things. Everything makes me stressed out, right? This is the biggest stress in my life, I think. It's when you're in a bathroom, and it's not like stalls when it's the one room. And you're in there, and somebody knocks on the door or jiggles the handle. That's, that is a heart attack every time. Right? Every time, every time I'm sitting there, and somebody like knocks on the door. I, I don't know why. I always sit up really straight. Like, that's going to help. I'm like, oh, excuse me. <laughs> and I always go, I don't know why. I always go, hockey Spanish. I'm like, Zapatos la basura. Biblioteca. And I don't know what it is. I have never once, never once been in a public restroom where I could get the latch to close. Never. I think this is the conversation that happens between every two construction workers that build every single public restroom. Hey, these latches don't line up. That's okay, just make the gap big enough that you can look the person in the eye and know if someone's in there. Perfect solution. <laughs> True. trying to lose weight, I'm working on it, I'm eating right and exercising, it's the worst, I'm miserable. <laughs> That's why so many people are fat, it's so easy. <laughs> it's like, oh, I just have to lay here and eat pizza? Okay, like it's the easiest thing. I'm working on it. I'm trying to work out smarter, not harder. Like there's ways to work out to get the biggest bang for your buck, right? Like I found this out. When you walk, if you do not swing your arms, you will burn 35% more calories. It's true, but you will also look like a psychopath. <laughs> like, where are you going? Murder! Like, there's no... You guys have been amazing. Thank you all so much for coming. I really appreciate it. If you love what you heard today, don't keep it to yourself. Share this episode with friends and family and let's spread the laughter. Don't forget to check out the show notes for more information on today's guests and special offers just for our listeners. Thanks for tuning in and we'll be back soon with even more laughs. Join the fucking funny community today. <laughs>